Good afternoon. Welcome to the Cone Zone Late Edition. We're your hosts, Grant Cone, Lowell Cone. It's uh, playoffs. The Niners are playing the Packers, the seventh seed, but they're not a pushover. This is going to be an interesting game. How do you see, what do you think of the Packers, Dad? You watched them closely. I think they're really good. And yeah. what's more, they're interesting. They're an, a good, interesting team. Absolutely. They seem yeah. like to me, after watching the Rams lose, they seem like they're definitely the big, I think that I think this is the game in the NFC. I think they're better than the Lions. They beat the Lions not that long ago. I think the Packers are one of the hotter teams in the league. People don't know about them because they're young, but their quarterback is playing as well as anyone. It's playing about as well as Purdy over the last 10 games. And yeah. that sort of puts them in the conversation to win. Not necessarily to win, but at least to compete. Okay. I think we both agree this is a game. Mm -hmm. Like during the super, what they call that? The, the super wildcard weekend? Super wildcard. Super. Wild card. Uh, most of those were blowouts. And mm -hmm. they weren't games. This is a game. I think the Niners are going to win. But I think this team if certain things went right for them and wrong for the Niners, this team could beat them. Do you agree I, with that statement? I do. What's interesting is the Packers are 10-point favorites. To me, that's way off. Excuse no, me, no, the Packers the Niners. Under, that, that, yeah. that's, way, that's way off. There should not be a 10-point spread here. Because people don't know about them. Yeah, they started people off don't know about them. People just tuned out. Aaron Rodgers right. is gone. They're young. I don't know who's on that team. They won seven of their last 10, just like the Niners. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you now again? I'm predicting the Niners win. Are you predicting the Niners win? Yeah, the Niners should win. They absolutely yeah. should win this game. Yeah. And if they were to lose, which I don't think they're going to lose, it wouldn't be good. No, it wouldn't be good if they were to lose no. this game because they're a veteran team. They have better players. And maybe a better coach and we're going to get about it, get into that later but um, they sh yeah they should win yeah. this game but this team including the lions is probably the biggest threat to them of the remaining teams uh, to me they're a bigger threat than the lions they beat the lions they have a better quarterback than the lions um they have a better well yeah they have a better quarterback than the lions leave it there Let's leave it right why there. Do you, why do you say he's a better quarterback than Jared Goff? Jared Goff can't move. He's a moving platform. Right. Love can really move. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a clear difference right there. He's he's much better than Jared Goff. He's dangerous. He's a threat. Yeah. And Jared Goff, when he's under pressure, doesn't react. I don't believe reacts as well as certain elite quarterbacks have. And I think this kid, the other one, you look at his face. He's never phased by anything. Jordan Love. He is no. really gifted, Iggy. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So that's what we got for the Niners and the Packers. The, the Niners are way favored, but this game could be close. I was on with the Packers insider earlier today, 
and he asked me like, what would it take for this game for the Packers to win this game? Like, what would what would have to happen? I mean, if they could just keep it close, if they could just keep it close, every time the Niners have been in a close game, they've lost. They win in double digits, and I I just feel like with this offense that the Packers have, they should be able to score some points on the 49ers. I mean, we've seen the Ravens do it. We saw the Bengals do it. Also, I think if Purdy is th- throws a pick, yeah, that would be dis- that would be significant if he were to throw yeah. a pick. Again, we're going to talk compare the two quarterbacks. I'm wild about Purdy, but I'm saying if he were to throw a pick, um, if they were somehow able to stop the Niners' running game, Iggy, I don't think they're going to stop the Niners' running game. Mm-mm. I think the Niners are going to clean up against yeah. them in the running game. I yeah. do, I do. But um, I think there would be more, they're more of a danger. We've said Detroit, everybody was saying how good the Rams were at the end. The Rams couldn't compete with the Niners today. They couldn't. As Mm -mm. good as they they were, the Niners are are just a better group. In fact, the Niners are by far the class of the NFC. We're not going to talk about the AFC yet. We'll have plenty of time for that. But they are (laughs) the best team in the NFC. Agreed? Yes, and it's it's possible that you know the Packers or the Lions are just the best of the teams that can't compete with the Niners in the NFC. That's right, because we have this concept which we've developed, NFC tough. Yeah, which which means yeah. not that tough. No, and uh, and it, we may even include the Niners in that. And Maybe. I think the Packers may be NFC tough too. I don't think they're as tough. For example, I don't want to make they may not be as tough. For example, as Buffalo. Uh, it remains to be seen, or as the Ravens, um, they may just be NFC tough, but they have a chance to prove they're more than that. I asked Kyle Shanahan today, like, why? How did the Packers pull off their turnaround? They were two and five. Now they've won seven of their last ten. What's different? I love he it. He said turnovers, turnovers. They just stopped turning the ball over, and that's a big thing with Jordan Love. He has been turnover in his last nine starts. One pick. Uh, Brock Purdy has 10 picks in his last 10 starts. So when the Niners lose, they beat themselves. Packers don't beat themselves. So it'll be an interesting matchup. The Niners are going to have to beat them. You know, Iggy, Kyle gave you a good answer. Yeah. It he showed did. he'd been think- clearly been thinking about it. Belichick wouldn't have told you that. No, Kyle gives good answers. Yeah, I appreciate that he did that. Only time he gets short is if you ask him like like the why didn't you do X Y Z question or why did you think why did you do X yeah. when you shouldn't have, which is okay. Most yeah, you know, uh, Harbaugh wouldn't have liked that either. No, no one does. But no one does. I I understand. Why do you think the Niners are going to win? The Packers. I mean, they're just so young. I think they're the youngest team in the league. Didn't didn't seem to matter against the Cowboys, but seems like they don't have any pressure. They've already accomplished enough. And if they were to lose this game, people would say, hey, watch out for the Packers next year. They might win it all. But the Niners, like, if they lose this game, can you imagine what the conversation would be? between? I mean, it would either be Kyle Shanahan's a fraud or Brock Purdy's a fraud or Steve Wilkes needs to get fired. Depending on how they lose, it would just be catastrophic. It would be very bad. I don't think anybody would lose jobs over it since everybody just got an extension. But... um. 
it it would it would be very bad. But I'm it's asking you, how, how did the Hold Niners on. win? How did the Niners Hold win? Hold on. How did the Niners win? Um, by keeping it simple, running the ball, not trying to do too much, not trying to prove too much. They seem like you have a great running back. They can't stop the run. Stick to that. Stick Sounds to that. To me, don't try to make it a point to show the world that Brady's better than Jordan Love. Don't don't turn into that kind of a competition. Just run the ball, and win the game. Sounds good to me. So let's talk about these two quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love. I asked Nick Bosa today to give his assistant to Jordan Love. I love asking Nick Bosa about the upcoming quarterback because he's just honest. You can pretty much figure out what Nick Bosa thinks of that guy. And you know, the the, the worst thing he could say about a quarterback is you say, well, what's the key to stopping this guy? Jalen Hurts, for example. He'll say, oh, you know, make him play quarterback. It's like, oh, God. He'll say it on the record. He'll say it so calm. Usually you think that's the kind of thing that the other team would put on their bulletin board if they had such a thing. But anyway, I asked him about Jordan Love and he said, you know, he goes through his reads really well. He, he runs that system to a T. But uh, we really got to take away the run game. Got to take away oh, those, those quick, easy throws. Got to make them uncomfortable. I, don't, I, don't really, I, I haven't really seen anyone make them uncomfortable. We're going to make them uncomfortable. Which you know what that means. He's a system quarterback. That's what Nick Love Bosa it. says. He's a system quarterback. He's not bad. He can run this system, but he's not a game changer. And Jerry McDonald, God love him, right right after was like, well, I mean, uh, do, 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 are you saying there's, there's some similarities between him and Brock Purdy? Because a lot of people, I mean, Jerry McDonald didn't say it, but a lot of people would say, Brock Purdy's a system quarterback. And Nick Bosa immediately was like, well, yeah, you know, I could see they're really smooth through their reads, but... Purdy makes a lot more plays from what I've seen. But, you know, we'll see. It's like, oh, wow. Thank you, Nick. I love Nick. You know, I, I love that. I've never met him. I also would say what you're getting from Nick is what Wilkes is thinking. Yes. And what Kyle's thinking. It's essentially what probably, probably what the coach said in the team meeting. And Nick's like, I'll just tell him. Yeah. It's, it's not just his own thought. He's no. relaying what the Niners think of that quarterback. Yes. That's yeah. what you're getting. Yeah. Oh, Nick, I love you. He's I love That's you, why Nick. he won this award, the Gary Niver Award. He just lets it go. Kyle does to a degree as well. Okay. Um, I want to compare the two quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I've, Iggy, I'm going to make a statement, which okay. um, we, we've <laughs> talked about this before. So uh, Purdy's good, but could he run so-and-so's offense, like the Ravens' mm -hmm. offense? No. I think these two quarterbacks are interchangeable. I think yeah. each could run the other's offense. Do you agree yeah. with that statement? Completely agree with that statement, yes. Could you um, enlarge on it? Well, they, they, they both run similar schemes. Uh, Matt LaFleur and Kyle Shanahan work together in Atlanta and Washington. Uh, schemes are this year predicated on play action and moving the pocket and throwing on the run, um, handing the ball off. It's not a big drop back passing offense. It's, it's a balanced play action passing offense run game. And I think both of them do it really well. Both guys operate in offenses where receivers are open a lot and they find them. And I think that yeah. what's funny is Purdy says, uh, Bosa said, Oh, well, Purdy's a bigger playmaker than love. I bet the, Packers would say that Love's a bigger playmaker than Purdy. Both of them have playmaker ability. 
but are essentially yeah. asked to manage the game for their teams. Both of them can be playmakers, but aren't really, don't really have to be the way maybe Josh Allen has to be. Um, and I think what's interesting is that over the last 10 games, both are seven and three. These are the two highest rated quarterbacks in the league over the last 10 games. These two guys. But Love has been extremely careful. He's one pick. And Purdy wants to show that he's a gunslinger and he has 10. And yet he still has a higher quarterback rating than Jordan Love, which shows how good Brock Purdy is. Both very good. And they're a little bit different that way. I love it. I love what you're saying. Yeah. I think they have actually similar skill sets, i.e., um, Love has a stronger arm, yes. but uh, Purdy may be a little more accurate. He's yes. really accurate. He puts the ball between the numbers. He's wonderful that way. And he may, re before the snap, may read the defense a little better than Love. Um, I, I think a little better. I rate them kind of similar. I, I I really admire Purdy and I really admire Love. And I think, you know, people might say, oh, Love is a better athlete um, and Purdy is more cerebral. I want to say something about that because I've thought about that a lot. There's a cliche that um, black guys are more natural uh, and white guys are more thoughtful. Um, <laughs> for years, I worked at the Chronicle with my dear friend, Ron Thomas, a black guy who covered the Warriors and the Niners with me, and now is a professor at Morehouse College in Atlanta. And he was really didn't like stuff like that. Um, he, Whenever you would talk about natural ability, because the other side was, it means the black guy isn't as bright. And he would, and if I ever said it or wrote it in a column, he would let me have it. And so I've learned not to think in that way because it's not a good way to think. So I think that people might assume that Jordan Love is a better athlete, um, maybe even quicker than Brock Purdy. I'm not so sure of that. On the other hand, they might think Brock Purdy is more cerebral. I'm not so sure of that. This Jordan Love strikes me as really sharp. So I, I consider them in terms of brains on the field and in terms of athletic ability, very equal. Yeah, and you know, they're both, to me, mobile quarterbacks i wouldn't consider yeah. either one a pocket stationary quarterback they both move very well but neither one runs that much uh, right love ran for about 250 yards Purdy ran for about 140 yards but when you're constructing a game plan to stop them you have to be thinking about containing them in the pocket right not just you know rushing them or with tom brady people people used to talk about you got to get him off his spot you can't let him just stand there and tie you up now nah, you want to keep Jordan Love and Brock Purdy on their spot. Don't let them start scrambling around because then they're you're at their mercy. With Purdy, when he's in the pocket, he's excellent, but he's also a little small, and he can get engulfed a little bit. He's better when he rolls out to his left and he can just see everything. I do think right. that as good as Purdy is, he just the ball floats out of his hand. He's Barry Zito out there. No offense, Love really throws it hard. And I don't know if that's really, if it's a big difference, but I think Love can probably challenge a little bit more areas of the field. Doesn't necessarily make him better. I did notice in that game, he'd have guys wide open. He'd throw it to them and the would make these leaping, twisting, acrobatic catches with no one around him. And you don't see that with, you don't see Brock Purdy do that to his receivers. Yeah, he's a little more precise. Yeah. He Iggy, who's older between the two of them? I should have looked it up. Who's older? Love. Love is a year older. He's 25. Purdy's 24. Okay. They could be playing each other a lot in the playoffs the next few years. 
You know, Iggy, your your audio is very good, but your um, video occasionally is freezing up a little. Yeah, bit. I, I don't know what's going on with my internet. It it, it says that, but anyway, I'm, I'm powering through it. I'll talk to Xfinity. I'll call them up. I'll let them know. <laughs> You're always welcome to do it at my house. All right. Well, if it keeps if it keeps messing up, I'll have to I'll have to think about it. Let's go. Uh, anyway, but your 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 audio's good. Audio's good. Okay. okay. I have my video right now. No, it's okay. Frank Tom Motion been a member for 10 months. Thank you, Frank. Jeffrey Franco says, would you rather have Love and AJ or PB and CMC? Love and Aaron Jones or Brock Purdy and CMC? Brock Purdy mm -hmm. and CMC. Can't go wrong. Sure, I'll go with them too. But Love and Aaron Jones are excellent as well. Brother Bob says, Papa Cone and Iglet need your predictions for Saturday. Both picking the Niners. Not by We're 10. We're both picking the Niners. On yeah. the goal line, the Packers' defense is genuinely bad. Didn't look bad against the Packers. The game against the Cowboys was more of an indictment on the Cowboys and a credit to the Packers, in my opinion. Okay. We'll see. That's why we're picking the Niners. Gerardo Rangel. Five bucks. Thank you very much. Rodriguez Spurgeon says, currently deployed and watching the show from Iraq. Can I please get a shout-out to Late Night Herbal? And the do regard boys, Papa C is the goat. Yeah, well, give him a shout out, out, Iggy. Shout out, late night herbal and the do regard boys. You know, we oh, have we a just... dear friend who was deployed in Iraq. He was a we captain. Do. That's right. We do Matt Rowe. Matt Rowe, Matt Rowe, West Coast, West Coast graduate. I'm sorry, West Point, West Point. graduate. And uh, we generally have dinner with him every Friday night. Gerardo Rangel says, "Will the rain play a factor on Saturday's game?" Well, we'll see. Um, if it makes it harder to grab the ball, hold the ball for the quarterback, it'll be it'll be harder for both quarterbacks. They'll have to run more. Well, I think we just saw this a little bit with Tua and Patrick Mahomes in that weather. When you do have quarterbacks who don't have the strongest arm and it's raining or it's cold, you start to worry about what it's going to look like for them. You wouldn't worry about that with Love as much because he throws the ball really hard. but I mean, when we saw Purdy in Cleveland, it was raining there. That was one of his worst games. So it would be it would behoove the 49ers for it not to rain. Maybe they could stop the rain. Maybe they could do a rain dance. <laughs> Four Life Niners says GB taxes go to the Super Bowl. I'm done. Think about it. GB slash taxes go to the Super Bowl. Texas? Taxes. Texas? Taxes. I'm confused. I'm sorry. Think about it. Ryan, I'll think about it. Ryan Kessler just became YouTube member. Thank you very much, Ryan. Last one, Suki Pazuki says, did you guys ever work with Mike Sando? Yeah. I know Mike Sando. I know Mike he's Sando. He's a great guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's a great guy. Also, you know, Mike Sando is a big boxing fan. We used to have a lot of uh, fun talking about Sando. Good guy. Okay, let's do some prize picks. And this week... I'd like to do non-Niners quarterback prize picks, if that's okay with you, Dad. Sure. So let's start with Stroud, CJ, against Baltimore. 245 and a half passing yards, more or, or fewer. Okay. First of all, let me say I love yep. Stroud. I think he is a, a, a superstar in the making. Can, do you know how old he is? No. 22. 
I remember that when <laughs> I used to be 22. Anyway, I think he's great. I love watching him play. Having said that, I think the Ravens are really good. So me, I'm going to say fewer. Fewer? Okay. Yeah. Go with fewer. How about Lamar Jackson? Only 226 passing yards against Houston. More fewer. Well, I think D'Amico Ryans is a good defensive coach. I've never been a fan of Lamar Jackson's passing. I'm a fan of him as a player. He's the biggest threat in the league. Um, with Debo maybe coming in second. But I'm going to say fewer. I, I just don't like his passing game. I don't like his passing game. Okay, we'll go fewer. How about uh, Baker Mayfield? 245 and a half passing yards against Detroit. You know, he's a great story, Iggy. You know, he's really resurrected himself, and I admire that. But, you know, he's a B-minus, C-plus quarterback. I, I, I'm i sorry. I mean, you know, he beat the Eagles, but the Eagles, what what a disgrace. They're a disgrace. Yeah. Iggy, I'm going to have to say fewer. I like how pessimistic you are this week. I like this. This is fun. I don't mean to be pessimistic. I know, I'm with it. This is great. What about Jared Goff? 271 and a half passing yards against Tampa Bay. I'm going to go more. That he'll do better. Okay. Because he's, he's from Marin and he went to Cal. I mean, I, I'm a, I went to Stanford for graduate school, but I, my wife went to Cal. My, my other son went to Cal. Yeah. I, I, yeah, maybe maybe I'm prejudiced. Okay. Okay. Patrick Mahomes, 260 and a half passing yards against Buffalo. More, fewer. Oh, more. Forget it. He's the greatest. He's the greatest. He's one of the all-time greatest quarterbacks who ever lived. Yeah, he is. Okay, yeah. last one. This is a tough one, Dad. We got to really think about this one. Got to get this right. Josh Allen, two hundred thirty-five and a half passing yards against Kansas City, and they do have a good defense. I'm, I'm with. I think he's great. More. Yeah. I would never say fewer with him. He's great. More. Okay, More. Let's, let's put four. Let's put fifty dollars on it. Fifty to 50. win a one thousand fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. And if you want to play, here, let's place the entry right now and make it official. Use promo code CONE. It's a, it's a name and it's a promo code, C-O-H-N, to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. All right. That's always fun. Back to the show. We're comparing things with these teams. We compared the rosters. We compared the quarterbacks. Let's compare the coaches. Okay. Matt Lafleur. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. We, we we have a friend that used to call uh, Matt Lafleur Little Lord Fauntleroy. He um <laughs> he always seemed like he couldn't stand up to Aaron Rodgers. He always seemed like a little pathetic. In the like Rodgers would just make these looks, and Lafleur would stand there and take it. Well, Fle Rodgers yeah. is gone, and now Lafleur has young team that seems to respect him, and they've won seven of the last ten. What do you think of what do you think of Little Lord Fauntleroy now? Okay, let's talk about him first in his Little Lord Fauntleroy days. It's very hard for a head coach to come in and have to deal with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has. I'm sorry, I I, I don't know. If, I've never met him, but I wonder: is this guy a whack job? I mean, really, he has whack job tendencies. He does. And plus, he's so full of himself. He was the franchise. So it might have been really hard for LeFleur to stand up to him. And it's going to be hard, Iggy, 
for Salah to stand up to him. He's already said there's a lot of BS in this organization. And that's yeah. a, a slap at Salah. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. want him. So we're saying let's he it's in a sense LaFleur got rid of the rid of the wicked witch of the West. Got the Ruby slippers, right got rid of the right on time. On, and yeah. now now he's his, he's Dorothy. He's, he's having a good time. He's out of the woods. He's out of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's out of the woods. I think yeah. he's doing a great job. Now, do I think he's as good as Shanahan? Shanahan has a better track record. Yeah. He does. He has a better yeah. track record. Shanahan was smart enough never to get a quarterback who could dominate him. And True. Brady would have dominated him, Aaron Rodgers, or there would have been fireworks, Iggy. Maybe not dominated, but it, the team would have come apart. And he never he was smart enough never to do that. So I th- <coughs> I think that LaFleur is a little derivative of Shanahan and does not yet have the track record. Can he outcoach him in this game? I don't think so, but it's possible. I'd give him a 35% chance of outcoaching him. <laughs> One thing I like about LaFleur is he's he's got a quarterback background. He was a quarterback coach in Washington, quarterback coach at Notre Dame, Atlanta, Um and when he went to Green Bay, I'm sure he got the job based on what he could do with a quarterback, his relationship. But he couldn't develop Aaron Rodgers. Now he's been working with Jordan Love. This is the fourth year. Had him on the bench for three years. To put him on the field and have, have him be this good, not right away, but halfway through the season, that's that's really impressive coaching. Because now you look yeah. at the floor and think he can develop a quarterback. You can give him a first-round pick who didn't, Went to a small school and sit him for three years, and Lafleur will get him ready and have him be an elite player in his first season. Wow, Kyle's never done that. He tried with Trey Lance and it didn't work out, and he ended up with Brock Purdy, who was like, you know, batteries included. He was ready to go. No, <laughs> oh yeah, no assembly required. He's just boom, there you go. Uh, this was a whole project that Matt Lafleur put together for three years, and uh, it made it happen. So that's impressive. Doesn't make him a better coach, but it's impressive. It's impressive, and it doesn't make him a better coach. L- let's stay with this a minute, because this is an imponderable, and we don't know the answer. <laughs> let's say the game is close in the fourth quarter. Let's say it's really close. It's still a game in the fourth quarter. Can either one of those coaches coach well at the crisis moment? We have our doubts about Kyle. And I don't know about LaFleur because well, every every coach must confront the crisis moment. It happens in life and it happens in football. I don't know if it's going to happen in this game, but I think it will. It's true. It's true. And the thing about, I mean, you watched last week, Green Bay went up big on Dallas. They were up by 30-something points. And then they let Dallas right back in the game. Did they not? Yeah. They did. Like yeah. Dallas... I mean, over and over and over again, I, I wasn't that impressed with Matt LaFleur's ability to close that one out. And uh, what if he has a, a tighter game against the Niners? Is he? I don't really have that much confidence in either quarterback, I mean, in either head coach in that situation. As a closer. As a closer. I really don't. Yeah. But, and I think that it's something they will probably need to confront one of them or both of them in this game. And that's one of the wonderful things about this matchup. 
wonderful. I want to yeah. see the fourth quarter of if it's a close game. Yeah, and you you got to you got to give Lafleur credit. In this last game, he had guys wide open. Kyle does that a lot. Both of these guys are really doing a good job of designing plays that get receivers wide open. The other young quarterback who did really well on Wild Card Weekend, C.J. Stroud, who's playing for offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick, who's who's with the Niners the last six or seven years. So this scheme, this system, Mike Shanahan should be proud. That's his. That's his uh, coaching tree. He should be real proud. Indeed, and yeah. it's also Kyle's coaching tree. Yeah, it's true. It's really more. It's true. Mike never coached Bobby Slowick. Really? Yeah. This is Kyle's. It's Kyle. Doing. Yeah. I, I, and I've said it in the past. One of the things I admire about Kyle, he gets the best assistance. There are certain yeah. coaches, and we've mentioned Mark Jackson with the with the Warriors, who don't want people who can challenge him, who don't want quality. That's how I interpret Mark Jackson. Kyle wants the best. He wants the best. I bet his coaches' meetings are full of um, sparks flying. Well, I don't know if Kyle wants people who can challenge him. Maybe he does. But I think what's interesting about Kyle is he doesn't necessarily go out and find the most experienced, um, expensive position coaches and assistant coaches with the most pedigree. Sometimes he does. But sometimes he just spots talent and grooms it himself. It's almost like he teaches the, he coaches the coaches. He teaches. I them. love it. I love yeah. it. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. 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 Black 65 says Greenlaw and Ambry are the keys to success on defense. We need Ambry speed on the outside and Greenlaw sideline to sideline. I hope they are healthy enough to play. Okay. Speed is good. Thank you for the donation. Alex Lopez, $2. Thank you. Timbo throws DG is a new member. Thank you. Fish and chips says high low, not pessimistic, just realistic, right? Yeah, high fish and chips. I, it's always nice to hear from you. Hi, fish and chips. Thank you for becoming a new member. I know you're always on again, off again, so I appreciate that you're with me this week. Timbo throws DG says any world where the Niners lose and bring back Harbaugh it wouldn't happen in a million. It, it's I could jump to the moon before that would happen. <laughs> it's true. He's going to the Chargers. I think that's pretty clear. Not enough sauce says Kinlaw's so talented he's set up for big playoffs. Go Javon. Jeffrey Franco says you guys are the best father-son analyst duo. Did you guys ever report for the Niners at the same time? Absolutely. Did. Yeah. I did. We used to sit Seven next to each other. Six How many seasons, sweetie? Six seasons. Six seasons. I just called him sweetie. I'm sorry. He doesn't sweetie. like when I do that. No, it's all right. Sweetie. That's that's it. That's you know, that's how you would do it in person if we were covering a game. Hey, sweetie, in what happened? In box, it's true. And the other writers would start calling him sweetie. Yeah. Mike Schumann used to only call him sweetie. That's true. Rich Mix, if the Niners win the coin toss, would it be a good idea not to defer in this game? Oh, I understand, because you want to get out fast and get the lead. You know what? I think it's a great idea, but I don't think they'll do it. They won't. But I like that. Yeah. I like it. Packers have a bottom six defense. I think the Niners can take advantage of that. Hold on. Is that true? Can, can we, can we, I need to clarify. Doesn't clarify. Right. Doesn't sound right at all. Defense ranks 10th in points allowed. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. You see what are you talking about? The defense ranks 10th in points allowed. I think you guys are, uh, 
You got the wrong party. You got the wrong party. Jeff Caravella says, agreed with you all year that the NFC is inferior to the AFC. Did the Lions and Packers change your mind at all? Or were their opponents just that bad? My mind has not changed. I think the Packers and Lions would have a lot of trouble with certain AFC teams. I just don't know what to make of the Packers. I, I don't think the Lions are that. The Lions lost to the Cowboys. The Packers destroyed the Cowboys. Packers beat the Lions. Packers beat the Chiefs. Packers are interesting. They've they been good for like two months. I don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. That's what makes them intriguing. They're young. Josue Ramirez says Jordan Love under 250 yards. Score prediction. I'm not good at that scores. You do it, Iggy. I go over. I, I don't. I, I gotta. I gotta. I can't make my score prediction yet on a Tuesday. If there's a rule, you can't do it on a Tuesday. All right. One more thing we want to compare. It's possible that this game's going to come down to the running backs. We talk about the coaches, talk about the quarterbacks most of the time. Both of these quarterbacks are young and extremely talented. But in this scheme, it's a run-first system for both teams. And both of these teams have excellent running backs. Christian McCaffrey's the best. But Aaron Jones is really good, too. He's been around for a few years. He had a knee injury. He was out for a lot this year. But the last four games, he has rushed for 476 yards, averaging 5.7 yards per carry. He's not McCaffrey, but he's really, really good. And the Niners haven't always been great stopping the run. They do get Eric Armstead back this week. That should help. Uh, you watched Aaron Jones. What do you think of him? He runs pretty hard. I think he's excellent. I do. Yeah. Yeah. The so here, look, he's really good. He might be the second best running back in, in the whole league, mm -hmm. but CMC is the best. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you some questions because you're more astute at this stuff than I am. Are there styles different or the same? And could you articulate that? I think they're both a little bit smaller. They're built kind of like scat backs, about six feet, 200 pounds. They look like the kind of guys who couldn't really run you over. They're good at getting to the perimeter. Uh, and they both fit the zone scheme really well where they make that one cut and they get up field and you don't know exactly when it's going to happen. They, they, they both seem to always make at least one guy completely whiff on a play. And then when the run is over, both of them finish with much more power than you would expect. Both of them are very fast, but not Raheem Mostert fast. But they're both like extremely well-rounded, smaller running backs who you don't think who don't play like they're small at all. And they catch the ball. That's the only time they really play like they're small when they're receivers. They're similar. It's just McCaffrey's better. But let me ask you this. One of the things I admire about McCaffrey, as he's going through the hole, and this could be up the middle, not on the edge, he has extremely great vision. And he yes. cuts so quickly. And he can make people miss <laughs> in that confined space. Can the Packers guy do that? I don't watch him as much as I watch McCaffrey. I couldn't tell you if he's as good between the tackles, right? McCaffrey's surprisingly good between the tackles for a guy yeah, like that. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't just know don't if Aaron know. Jones is good. Yeah. But he's quite good. It's going to be fun to watch, too. I don't know if either of these teams are AFC tough, but, man, they both have really good quarterbacks. They both have really strong running backs. It's going to be a fun game. I don't know if Green Bay's defense can hold up and make it a game, but that's that might be what it comes down to. Is their defense fraudulent? 
We'll see. Iggy, uh, in this season, there are three games that I really wanted to see and want and want to see. Wanted to see Niners against Philadelphia. Niners ruined Philadelphia. I mean, that coach made me get fired. They mm-hmm. ruined them. I wanted to see Niners against Ravens, and it didn't work out. That's one of the reasons I'm, we think about AFC and NFC tough. And this is the third game I'm I'm really looking forward to see. Because, again, this is a game. And we don't – you and I don't know that much about the Packers. One, we don't cover them. Two, th- th- people don't know that much about that team. So there are so many unknowns. It's a fascinating matchup. And I, I love it in sports when everything is on the line. Everything. I love yeah. that. I feel like the Packers don't have, don't know that much about the Packers. They they were two and five. People wrote them off before the season when they lost Aaron Rodgers. Then when they were two and five, that was enough. Then you look up, it's like they're in the playoffs. They're eviscerating the Cowboys. What do we not know about this team? Is Matt Lafleur right. better than we thought? He yeah. must be. I didn't think much of him. In, in retrospect, doesn't this make you look at Aaron Rodgers differently? Like, why were you fighting with this man? Because Aaron Rodgers was used to a certain offense, and he didn't think that Lafleur had the right to change his offense. That's why you got to get rid of a guy like that. I feel sorry for the Jets. It's like Aaron. If you wanted that offense so much, why did you have Mike McCarthy run out of town? You didn't work with him either. You, you they brought in someone else who had a, that system had a proven track record of success, and you fought him because again, Aaron is the world's greatest expert. He knows everything. Right. Not just football. So he he needed to compete for power with his coach to the detriment of the team. He goes to the Jets. He takes his circus act over there, and the Packers are better without him. What a what a nice little uh, addition to his legacy. Really, the Packers are better without him. They are. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is another reason why this game is so intriguing, because. The Packers and the Niners have been a bit of a rivalry for a while. They face each other in the playoffs a bunch of times. Um, you know, the, the the Niners always carry the shame of passing on Aaron Rodgers. They could have had him, but he never beat them in the playoffs, ever. And he had him at, at home a bunch of times. I mean, he lost to Kaepernick multiple times. He lost to Jimmy Garoppolo. He just never beat him. Wouldn't it be just really funny if Jordan Love beats him on his first try? Well... <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be it funny to Niner fans. Sorry, but I mean, just in a cosmically ironic way, Rodgers could never yeah. get it done, but Jordan Love might be able to do it. Be interesting. If you th- if you think of the Aaron Rodgers issue as cosmic, <laughs> but I just think it's a little issue between Aaron Rodgers and, and the Packers. Um, all I'm looking for is how good is this guy against the Niners? Nothing more cosmic than that. And um, what can the Niners do against him? I believe the Niners will make him look good, but not great. I think he will have more trouble in this game than he can imagine. That's what I think. Jordan Love? Yeah, well, I do. Niners said they're going to make him uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? They're going to make That's, him uncomfortable. Maybe they'll hurt his feelings. Yeah. How are they going to yeah. make him uncomfortable? Are they going to put him in coach? <laughs> put him in coach. Uh, I guess what they mean is what? Keep him in the pocket? Knock him down? I mean, Bosa's thinking of knocking him down, right? I think it means take, yeah, take away the quick throws, 
Make them hold the ball. Make them throw it down the field. Make them take some hits. Okay. Right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Fish and Chip says, Lowell, you would never get past the Van Allen belt. Do you know what that means? Um, no. Sorry. Sorry, Fish and Chip. Sorry. Aisha Malik says, hi, Grant Lowell. $50. Thank you. Love you guys. Just wanted to post this stat that I think your other subscriber was referring to when he said GB's defense is in the bottom six. Green Bay's defensive DVOA ranks this season. 26 versus the pass, 26 versus the run. DVOA. What's what's DVOA, Iggy? I couldn't tell you. It's an algorithm. Okay. But there you go. DVOA. Points. Okay, points is look. another. Points is another one. It's another stat. Okay. Points allowed. Anyway, we both say the Niners are going to win. Thank yeah. you. I don't know. DVO, it's like one of those, um, you know how you can't really talk about baseball anymore without getting into all kind of advanced statistics that no one can really explain? Yeah. One of those. It's one of those. It's one of those. So I couldn't begin to explain it. Yeah. Could I ask you a question about baseball? Mm-hmm. I was growing up, I always thought RBIs mattered a lot. Do mm-hmm. RBIs still matter or, or no. are they pass? No. They're passe? I mean, I I don't I don't even know the rules of baseball anymore. I I checked out, but last I checked, the advanced st- statisticians were only concerned about stats that were solely affected by one person, not like with context. So okay. I don't know. I like RBIs. Is this is this a Buster Posey topic? No, I'm not thinking about Buster T- Posey. Down 594 says, hey, Mr. Lowell, nice to hear you sound better. Oh, thanks. You know, I think I had long COVID. And um, I'm going to tell you, Iggy, I went out for a half hour walk today. Good for you. A half an hour. I hadn't walked in months, guys, because I was really, really sick. So thank you. I'm feeling better. Sean McGee says, uh, when are aging vets move in the next few years? How bad do you think the drop off will be? I guess it depends on how many fifth, seven rounders we hit on. Replacing Trent Williams will be hard. That that's the one. The Niners seem to be pretty good and replace it, but he's so good. That'll be hard. But yeah, I don't right. have to worry about that. They are good at replacing running backs. They're very good at that. They're good at getting linebackers, right? They're good at getting defensive linemen. Uh the left tackle. Iggy, they're not as good a team without him. No. Not even close. No. no. Everything falls apart without him. He's right. He's yeah. Hound 594 says, also, what do you think of Dimitri Bivol? He's my fave. Do you know who Dimitri Bivol is? No, I'm sorry. Michael McCann says, Grant and Mr. Cohn, it's great to catch you together. Off topic, what's your go-to wine and your celebratory special occasion wine? Okay. Um, well, thanks for asking. Um, I'm a, um, a Pinot Noir drinker, and I prefer... Um, I prefer... Um, Oregon's Oregon Pinot Noirs. Um, I I just think they were more interesting drink. They're not as sweet. I don't like Russian River at all. I don't like. It's like a Dr Pepper to me. I, I don't like it. Um, there is a producer nobody knows about in Sonoma County, Brulium B R U L I A M, and Iggy can tell you um, the wines are great. Kareth Overstreet is the woman who winemaker owns it. We know her and. 
um, her her pinots, I think, are the best in California and can compete with the Oregon. But when Iggy and I and his brother Brian, who's a wine guy, want to have a really really nice time, we often go for um, Northern uh, Italian from Piedmont, a Barolo Barbaresco. Love those. True. Sometimes we'll go a little more south, do a Brunello, just forget crazy. Yeah. Jeff Caravella says, will history forget Rodgers as a Super Bowl winning quarterback since so much has passed since his last win? So many quarterbacks retire chronologically close to their last Super Bowl win, so we don't ponder it often. Iggy, I think Aaron Rodgers, for all his wackiness, is a significant figure in the history of the NFL. And I don't think he'll be forgotten. So is Brett Favre, but how do we think of Brett Favre these days? Well, I don't know how others do. I think he was... He could beat the Niners. I thought he was a great uh, quarterback, took a lot of risks, and a lot of them paid off. I loved watching him pay, play. I, thought I, consider was, him. I thought he was a better competitor than Rodgers. Rodgers would sulk on the yeah. field, and sometimes I felt he would give up. I agree. Yeah, Like if they were down 10, but his quarterback rating was 107, he'd pack it in. Yeah, he did that's how job. I felt. Yeah. But but the other guy w would fight to the end. Joshua Wyatt, Green Bay has some soft run D. They have had Green Bay has the same soft run defense they've had for ten years. It's the same institutional failure that prevented them from cashing in a ring with a Rod. Kyle knows this, but is still capable of beating himself. True, he is capable. Well, I think he's capable. Of beating. We're going to find out, but we've seen him beat himself. More than capable. Fish and chips. The showdown. Eighty one. Did you go? Sugar Ray was my favorite. I saw, um, I covered most of Ray Leonard's big fights. Uh, uh, so I, a showdown in 81, I, w was that with Duran? I mean, was that Hearns? You know, I forget dates, uh, but I, I mean, I knew Ray Leonard. Um, we're not friends, but we know each other. And I did cover um, his great fights. And what I felt about Ray Leonard that I really admired in his era, he was the best fighter in the world, and he was a welterweight. Usually, that's a heavyweight, like you think of Mike Tyson. Um, he was the center of boxing as a welterweight. That is, well, it's, that's 147 pounds. That's really remarkable. And you think about Tyson. Tyson had a lot, but purely on, on a in terms of their boxing gifts, Ray Leonard was way beyond Tyson as a fighter. Of course, Tyson would have beat him. He was so much bigger. But Ray Leonard was so much better. The fun thing about Ray Leonard fights, if you search for them on YouTube, you can see my dad sitting ringside in a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. And you'll know it's him. Do you think love is due for a stinker game? I, do, I don't think so. I think he's no. a competitor. I don't think so. Why is he due for a stinker game any more than Purdy? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's on a streak. Plumbing God 42 says, if the Niners win the Super Bowl, which players retire, get restructured contracts, or get dealt in a trade? Love you guys. God bless. Whew, thank you. Okay. Uh, retire, restructured. Well, for the Niners' sake, they hope that the left tackle doesn't retire. I yeah. mean, that would really be – I mean, Iggy, is he talking about retiring? No. Okay. I don't think he will. He um, could. He's 35, but I don't think he will. He seems to like playing, right? Makes a lot of money. Yeah, money's good. Money's good. Uh, money is good. Money's you know. good. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible we might see the end of use check. What do you think, Iggy? Possible. Possible. That's a good one. 
We just Other yawning that, in my face. Sorry. I tried to. <laughs> am, I, am I boring you to death? No. I don't sleep so good. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't sleep that good these days. I'll I know he doesn't. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know what? You have a cup of tea afterward. Cup of tea. Yeah. It's a tea's cup good. of tea. Tea's good. Um, I think um, Kittle's going to hang around, and Warner is going to hang around, and CMC is going to hang around. I don't know. Who, who do you see leaving? I. I can't answer this question without doing some research, man. I, I, trade, they're not going to trade Ayuk. No. They're going to keep this team together like they always have. Yeah. I don't know. Hound 594 says, Tech Sound Boxer beat Canelo. Watch his highlights. Oh. Wait. He's talking about um, Dimitri Bivol. He Boxer. beat Canelo. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know him. Um, I have seen Canelo never in person. I love his fighting. I mean, he's really got everything. Now, he lost to to Mayweather, but you know what I think about Mayweather. He's a st he's a stinker. All he, he's a defensive fighter. He, he he doesn't fight. He doesn't like to fight. So he could beat a lot of guys, but he, I here's the thing. I love boxing, but I don't I don't particularly uh, love Mayweather. I don't like to see his fights. As opposed to Pacquiao whose fights were so fun to watch. I love Pacquiao. Yeah. I loved him. He you know Sometimes they'd have these press conferences and guys would, you know, they act and they and they say this stuff and they'd put down Pacquiao and Pacquiao would just look at him with those eyes. And it meant you could talk now. Wait till we get in the ring. I'm going to kill you. He was he was an assassin. And I I have to say I admired it. He said it, it was clear. I don't need to talk. I'm just going to take you out tomorrow. Yeah. <clears throat> Lyle Bullyard says, who do you guys think will be in the AFC and NFC championship games? The Niners and Detroit. Uh, AFC's Iggy, maybe you're better at that than I am. There's so many good teams left. Baltimore and Kansas City. Um, what is the matchups? Remind me of the matchups. Baltimore are. and Houston, Kansas City and Buffalo. Okay, I agree, but Buffalo uh, has a real chance. Iggy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, vibe in the locker room. Anxious or confident? Extremely confident. Not anxious at all. Yeah, and I want to bring something up about that. And Iggy and I were talking about this. Remember before the Philadelphia game, and remember everybody thought Philly they were what were they ten and one Iggy? Yes, before that game. Yeah, everybody thought this is a real outfit, and and you know they have that tush push, and so everybody was asking. According to Iggy, I wasn't in the locker room or mm -hmm. all, all the Niners. How are you going to contend with the tush push and all, all of this and Warner? And they were dismissive. And I think what it meant was they're going to beat us with a gimmick. Yeah. These guys got a gimmick. We're going to yeah. kill them. And, and it gets that's them one how yard. Yeah, it gets them one yard. So we need to worry about someone pushing someone else's tush. We're going to kill them. And they yeah. killed him. And I think, not in the locker room, but I think they're that confident. Absolutely. Thomas Tyler says, cool to, th cool to see thousands of viewers on the stream. I remember listening to your live game broadcast with 16 other people back in 2018. <laughs> Well-deserved. Thank you, That's Thomas. so sweet of you. And we used to wear a tie and a coat. Yeah, that was back uh, when I was on Periscope, right? The Dark Azrael says, which conference was better to watch this season? Better to okay. watch? Probably the AFC. AFC was better. Yeah, it's better. So far. 
Boxing fan times four says Bivol is a good fighter. Too bad he will be getting destroyed by Peter Biev. Uh, I just don't, you know, could I say something? Probably my interest in boxing ended a certain time ago, maybe after, after Tyson. Uh, I, there are things I don't like about boxing. There are too many champions. I grew up knowing who the heavyweight champion was. Mm-hmm. It was Floyd Patterson. Then it was Sonny, Sonny Liston. Liston. Then it was Muhammad Ali. Before that, it was Rocky Marciano. There was one. Now this got all, and they have these other weights. There used to be a welterweight 147, middleweight 160. Then they shoehorned super welterweight or, or junior middleweight in there. So you could, if you're training, you could spit and lose enough weight to become, if you're a middleweight, a junior middleweight. Uh, so I've, the, the sport, not the, the sport itself, but what they've done with it, I've kind of lost interest. And in fact, the only sport I follow now is NFL because Iggy covers the Niners and I like to do things with my son. And there are things I know that he doesn't know about the history of the Niners. I can't compete with Iggy, what he knows about the technical side of football or this current team, but I can bring things to it. And I'm pretty good usually at picking a winner. I, I, I'm fairly good at that. So I, but it's the only sport I follow now. I, I don't, I really don't follow sports anymore. I did it for 40 years enough. I watched the Warriors for a while because they were good. Now they're not. So I'm not oh. watching basketball that much anymore. And uh, regular season basketball is really hard to watch. I like playoff basketball. I don't watch baseball anymore. I just don't know the, they've changed so many rules. I lost interest. I grew up playing the sport, loved the sport. I could probably tell you 15 players in the 1997 Giants, but I don't. It's it's frustrating to watch the American pastime and not even know the rules. I feel like I'm in a bizarro world. And Iggy, it's very hard to name players on the Giants, and it's impossible to name players on the A's. Right. Who the yeah. hell do they have? Yeah. Sunshine Good says Packers beat the Lions, Vikings, and Chiefs in the last few weeks. Which good team has the Niners beaten recently? Packers look like the Packers of 2010 who won the Super Bowl. That is true. When they won the Super Bowl, they were a wild card team. I think they were a sixth seed and they won on the road. I don't think, I think this is the worst case scenario for the Niners. They still should win, but this isn't who they wanted. Josh Wyatt, over under five first quarter touches for CMC. Oh. If they're smart, more. But I don't know. Right. If they're smart. If they're smart. Hound 594 says Bivol is coming for the Undisputed in a few years. <laughs> okay. I love how this has become a, a bot. You got to watch these guys, Dad, when you got nothing to do. Bivol. Lyle Bullyard says, who was our X factor on offense and defense for this game? Oh, on offense, could I say? Yeah. Ayuk. Yeah. Ayuk. Would you agree? Yeah, I like that. I like that. He's had a great season. Now he has to have like a, I can't think of him having a huge playoff game. This needs to be one. Yeah. Maybe you could do better on defense than me. Nick Bosa, keep the quarterback in the pocket. I love you. I voted for you for the Gary Niver Award. Now keep the freaking quarterback in the pocket. Bud. Should we talk about the Gary Niver Award? Sure. Why don't you tell people who Gary Niver was? Yeah. Could I tell you guys? Um, yeah. Because the, the, they have every year the Gary Niver Good Guy Award, and it's to the player 
who was most cooperative and generous with the media. And it was named after Gary Niver, G-A-R-R-Y-N-I-V-E-R. He worked for the San Mateo Times, and he and I were contemporaries. I knew Gary very well. When we would go on the road, we would stay in the same hotel. We would sometimes have dinner together. And Gary Niver was a good guy. He never talked trash about anybody in their face or behind their back. He was the most lovely gentleman, and he was a boxing fan. One time, I wrote a column about middleweights. It's my favorite, it's my favorite division. And I wrote, a middleweight is someone, if you walk past them on the street, you can look them in the eye, meaning they're not behemoths like the heavyweights. They're normal, but they can fight. And a, a few days later, I was at a visiting hotel. The Niners were on the road, and, Gar and Gary Niver came. Oh, I loved what you wrote about. You could look a middleweight in the eye. And I felt so proud because you got to know, journalists never praise each other. Iggy, it might never praise each other. We're so competitive. So that was so out of character. And he was the kind of guy, he didn't feel he would lose anything by praising me. So Gary Niver was one of the sweetest people I knew. He went out for a run one morning and had a heart attack and died. That's what happened. Um, they had a, a Catholic service for him. And this is how nice he was. All the media were there in this church on the peninsula, but Bill Walsh was there. Bob McKittrick was there. Montana was there. On both sides of the profession, everybody knew what a special guy Gary Narver was. McKittrick even got up and spoke about Gary. Um, Joe and Bill sat quietly in, in the congregation or whatever, and I was right behind them, but McKittrick spoke about what Gary had meant to him. So the players don't know who Gary was. They don't know that much about history. No, no big deal. But when you name someone that gives someone the Gary Niver Award, i.e. Bosa, it's from my point of view, for not around football, but about being a human being, Iggy, it's the highest praise. And I admire it. And, and Bosa should be thrilled that he got that. Fish and Chips says off to watch her and Sugar looking out for you, Lil. <laughs> Andre Rodriguez says should give Bibble versus Archer Peter Biev a shot like uh, new Hagler versus Leonard Bibble master class boxer Peter Biev huge puncher 25 20 KOs both Russian. Ah, Have they fought okay. yet? Have they fought yet? We'll watch. We'll, we'll check it out. Dad, me and you, let's watch it. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. 1,500 people. 46 Super Chats. Really one of our best shows, Dad. You were terrific. You were too. I love you, Iggy. I'll call you. I love you too, Dad. See you guys. Okay. I'll be back tomorrow. Hold on. At the buzzer. I want to see Kittle. I want to see Kittle a Super Bowl champ. It would be iconic. Good for Kittle. I'll tell him. You tell Thanks, him. everyone. I'll tell him. See you guys.